Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful Wrestling, and it is June 5th, 2022. We are here to talk WWE Hell in a Cell, and we've had plenty to talk about this week. It has been a full week since AEW Double or Nothing, since the MJF drama, since the MJF promo, since we found out CM Punk was hurt two nights ago, to finding out that Brian Danielson was hurt today to finding out that Cody Rhodes is hurt today. Holy crap, this has been one of the craziest weeks. Denise Salcedo, where's where's it ranked for you? This has been a wild one. It One of the things that I was mentioning right away is that I was seeing all the news coming in, all these different reports about, you know, this person being hurt, this person being hurt. Obviously, the whole situation with CM Punk, it ha- it kind of feels like this is I, I don't like want to say like, oh, something's going around or anything, because that's, you know, sure. this is a sport that people get injured in and things are going to happen. But it's like, damn, when you're seeing the timing of all these big name people that mean a whole lot in the promotions that they're, uh you know, aligned with it's like, damn, dude, like it really sucks that they're having to go through this. And Cody Rhodes is going to be a huge topic of our show tonight. And it's going to be something that I think is going to be interesting to talk about because just I mean, we'll talk about that in a second, but it's going to be interesting. As of this moment, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Sasha Banks, Kenny Omega, all sidelined and I Plus, see there's pe- also scorpio sky who's doing his mri scorpio right sky yeah. as well yeah and i see people saying brian's only out one to two weeks right we don't know that yet especially considering what his injury is um and i'm sure that'll get revealed soon enough you just never know but uh guys please leave a thumbs up on this video we would greatly appreciate it this past week has been one of our biggest weeks ever and that especially goes for fightfulselect.com uh, we posted the news up there about Brian Danielson 
a little bit before uh, I did on Twitter, but we also had an Io Shirai injury update. I had the the rundown for tonight's Hell in a Cell. We've got the producers for those matches that are up there, but not only that, we had a ton of the MJF news, which I just want to say, despite anything else you've heard, this stuff will prove to be accurate. Every single thing we've reported on Fightful Select will prove itself to be accurate eventually. Uh, we broke the news of an upcoming ROH pay-per-view. Uh, the fact that WWE is expected to sign uh, Bellator star Valerie Lareda. We had a bunch of AOP and WES news. The latest on Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, more on MJF and Tony Khan. I'll have another update this week on that. Just a ton of information on FightfulSelect.com. And that's in addition to at least, uh, on average, a show a day over there. In fact, right now, if you like a more sour review, we've got Alex and Kate over there with the Sour Graps post-show review. But if you don't want to support us that way, or maybe you just want to support us more, donate a Super Chat. Donate a Humper Chat. If you don't know what Humper Chats are, they're at HumperChats.com. Look, look at this cute little logo we have made. Look at that. HumperChats.com. You can leave it before a stream and get your question read on the air, your statement read on the air. Look at that cute little camel up there, Denise. I'm a little anti-Humper Chat, Sean, and I'm going to tell you why. I think they're a little misleading. Why? Because nobody gets humped. I just think it's a little misleading, you know, like bad marketing, Sean. I think if you pay attention to my social media, you'll see that anything <laughs> is possible. Humperchats. Oh, God. You did not just say that. Humperchats.com. We greatly appreciate it. And thank you to our <laughs> moderators. And I want to thank uh, Drew for stepping up and filling in for Luis this past week. He has done an incredible job. This is not easy. We are by far the most interactive wrestling podcast there is. And um, it is fast and furious. But Malone Diggs sends one and says, any update on the severity of the CM Punk injury? I heard they were hoping to have him back in a few months, but who knows if he, it depends on surgery. Like surgery is, uh, it, we'll find out more after that. Graham says Luis appreciation chat. Also Cody number one. I think Luis, I mean, he sent me the document, but I think Drew's working tonight. And Caden says for the porn bots. Well, we get plenty of those too. Do you get those a lot on your stream? They were a big part of my stream today. Oh, it was actually no. pretty funny. It was a oh, whole thing. No. I can't get into it now, but it was a whole thing. <laughs> well, guys. Oh, we got Luis and Drew tonight. So that, that's an easy night. But let's talk about this show. Um, we had uh, interviews with Joe Gacy that went up this week. and by, Mine by, was better, Sean. I had a way better interview with Joe Gacy. He liked me more than he liked you. I told him to bury you on the air. No, he told me, he's like, oh, I hated that Sean guy. He literally told me that. Did he? Yeah, he did. Okay. He said he didn't like your accent. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He told me. He didn't me. say that. He didn't he did say, say that. that. Well, say I that. had an interview. He said with... he hated you. He hated your guts and you were terrible. Well, he lost, so I don't really give a shit. Um, Matt says, realistic time frame for Rhodes to be out for? I don't know. Somebody check on, on... well, there you go. We got Brandon saying five months later. And he says, I think Cody will win money in the bank. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But let's get into this show. Uh, Davlin says just this week, Punk, Cole, Sky, Hardy, Brian, and now Rhodes, been quite the walking wounded week. It has been. It has been. Um, and it's it's rough. It's rough. And I we've heard... seen some huge implications to a lot of those names. You know, it's it's big time people on these shows. <clears throat> Overall, I got to say, I 
thought this show was pretty good. The wrestling was really fun tonight. Denise, what'd you think? There were only two matches that I didn't care for. Everything else I thought was pretty damn good. I really, really loved the uh, women's triple threat match. I thought that it was a great way to kick off the show. And it completely met my expectations of what I was expecting from it. Uh, And overall, I thought it was a better pay-per-view than what it looked like on paper. Well, we've got uh, Rahav Rosenberg saying, who would have thought? Kudos to WDB for a great pro wrestling event. Not even one bad match. Denise and Sean, you're the best. Love your work. Well, we love you too, and we love the support that you guys show us. That's how we keep doing what we're doing. And Chad Man says, I turned 30 into 45 minutes, and I want to thank Cody, Seth, Bianca. Oh, he turns 30 in 45 minutes. Well, happy birthday, my friend. And he said he wanted to thank Cody, Seth, Bianca, Asuka, Becky for the amazing matches they put on tonight. Salute to you all. Well, we're about to talk about one, and happy birthday to Shadman. Bianca, Becky, and Asuka absolutely killed it, Denise. They were all over the place. Uh, now, when I look at WWE doing these triple threat matches, they're usually really good. WWE has really great producers that know how to put these matches together, and sometimes when you can just abandon all psychology, but abandoning that psychology also makes sense. Um. It is, it is a lot better for the performers because it makes sense to not have any downtime during this match. And you don't have to because you can throw that all out the window here with the triple threat. And I thought these three women killed it. The chemistry that they have is unreal. I thought by 15 minutes in, it felt like it had been 30 minutes. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is gripping. This is amazing. And I looked at the runtime and I'm like, only 15 minutes? They've been going at it nonstop. I thought this was incredible, Denise. The first thing that I said the second this match started, given the fact that it was the opener, I said, this match needs to be fast-paced and it needs to be hard-hitting. And you mentioned the fact that you're able to do this when you have three people. When you have three people, when you have three competitors, first of all, you have uh, the element of uh, Bianca, Bianca and Becky Lynch, they have such a good history with one another. We already know that the work that they did at WrestleMania was stupendous. It was probably, (laughs) it was definitely the best match during that weekend. So you have that element. You then have the element of seeing Bianca and Asuka in the ring together. You have the other added element of uh, Asuka and uh, excuse me, Becky with their history with the briefcase and her handing it to her. So you had all these different uh, reasons to be excited about this match what i particularly liked about it was i loved all of like the 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 striking i loved all the different combos that we saw uh there was a moment where we saw oscar just like hit like a really beautiful like back elbow she just picked up like the aggressiveness back elbow turn kick kick to the gut of becky lynch and she just kept it going it was so good and i thought that there was a moment where you can see just like they were they were here and then you like saw that shift in momentum and aggressiveness in how they were like executing everything. Getting creative in these triple threats to me is very important because you got three people. You can do things that you know you can't you, that you probably you know wouldn't see elsewhere, right? You got three people. You get creative with that. Oscar doing the uh, double ankle lock, I loved that too. Something simple, but you know what? Something that went an extra mile during this match. Uh, Becky Lynch also coming in there with that aggressiveness, loved that. Uh, Bianca, she brought something. different. I thought that Asuka and Becky were the hard-hitting factors in this match, but I thought that 
uh, Bianca, which she brought was uh, was the power and the agility. That's what she brought to this match. So I kind of like that they all brought something different and it meshed in together so well. The finish, I loved the finish mainly because I didn't expect it when Bianca stole the pin from Becky Lynch. Brilliant. It's not expected from Bianca Belair. That's not a way that we and usually tend to see for her winning matches. And WWE, a lot of times, are like, oh, my God, it's a dirty tactic. No, it's not. It's a completely legal tactic. It's a smart tactic. I'll tell you how I like my baby faces. Smart. That's how I like them. I like them when they win. That makes me want to cheer these people more, Denise. But I like that, too. I like that you can see it both ways because I see it as a dirty tactic where it is, to me, it is a little heelish, like, oh, it's take the win, right? But like you said, you want to get the win. What do you got to do? You got to take any opportunity you can. And you mentioned her being a smart baby face. Okay, she's clearly saw that Becky had Asuka down. Why wouldn't she take this opportunity to get the pin? And here's the other reason why I like this. We always have, Becky Lynch has been doing a lot of complaining, a lot of whining, a lot of this and that. And with this, Sheila has a legitimate reason on Monday to come out there and be like, what the hell? Yes. You stole my victory. And you know how she goes up? You stole my victory with her accent and all this. Uh, I love it. So I know that she's going to come out here, you know, on Monday and be like red hot and be super pissed. And this just continues uh, the storytelling between them. And I can't get enough of their work. So I loved everything about this match. A few things that I loved, particularly the tease of the KOD on the apron from Be like on Becky was really, really good. Asuka just spamming, spinning back fists over and over and over. She's like, well, it's working. Why should I, why should I change and do anything else? Like, let me just do this. And I think that Becky is the absolute best she's ever been. And that's saying something like she, I mean, she completely transformed herself physically too. And wrestles different and she always wrestled good and it's it's just incredible hey what's that over there said so this match reminded me that asuka had matches against suzuki and pentagon <laughs> and zach says watch the raw title match with my seven-year-old daughter as a special treat before bedtime she wore her bianca shirt and loved every second we're so lucky to have those women in their prime she wants to be like them beats lingerie matches any day and i mean that's what it's all about right there your kid looking at that and saying that could be me one day Damn, That's I'm 30 awesome. years old, and I still be inspired by that. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel says, I want Asuka to beat Rousey. She's so good. I do, too. Uh, but, I mean, they've got Asuka eating losses three weeks in a row now. That ain't good. Dizzy C says, the women put on the best wrestling match of the show, but Cody and Seth put on the best story match. Women put on an absolute clinic, showing why all three are some of the best, while Cody and Seth managed to not only tribute Dusty throughout, but also Triple H. That is, that is an interesting approach, and we are definitely going to dive into that big time as the show goes on. But hats off to Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Asuka. I do believe this was my favorite in-ring match of the night. This was just amazing. Hey, what's I that over I there? I had an extra thumb to give them each a thumbs up. There you go. <laughs> Here, I'll help you. Thank there you. There we go. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? It says, hope Bianca moves on to Rhea so we can get Judgment Day versus Bianca and the Street Profits. Well, of course they would a week after Rhea lost on Raw. That's, that's the kind of thing they do, right? They have a woman win nonstop for months, and then when they lose, that's when they get their shot. Brad Wisman says, love your show. Sean turned 25 today. Well, happy birthday to you. We got a lot of birthdays going on. Yeah. Samantha says it was a good pay-per-view for my birthday. I mean, my God, uh, happy birthday to Brad, to Samantha, to Shadman, all of you. I mean, my God, you got a lot. I'm of like looking. I was like, what month are we in? June. A lot all of right. June babies. 
Midcard Matt says, hashtag simping for Denise. Thank you. Okay, if you're a June baby, when were you made? I'm bad at math. Um, Try and think, because we have a lot of June babies. Maybe September, October. So, like, parents were, like, feeling the fall or what? (laughs) Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what was going on? Why we got so many babies' birthdays here today? (laughs) A kid named Brock says, sharing a bit of my first ever paycheck with you all. Thank you for the continuous entertainment and all the work you do. My two favorite people out there. Well, you're one of our favorites, too, Brock. Hope I can scoot down there to that that DQ and, and visit soon. After that terrible work first day work advice that we gave him. <laughs> hey, listen, is he still around or is he not? Well, he got his first paycheck, so and clearly he, and, things and are and going well for him. you know what well he also did? He cracked somebody over the head with a tray, too, is what he did. Ryan Evans says, good thing AEW had such a big roster to help cover these injuries. Long recovery for Cody. Scary to think of how much more damage he caused to his injury tonight. Oh, that is going to be a point that we discuss, and... That is where AEW and uh, WWE vary. AEW's got this really deep roster. WWE's is not nearly as deep, and that's unfortunate. Kylie says, as also I wanted to say, as someone who rarely watches WWE these days, this was a fun show, especially the women's triple threat. I'm with you, Kylie. Like, if you watch this show, I think you got to leave happy. Like, especially even if you don't watch WWE regularly, if you're tuning in for the first time since Mania, well, you're seeing a bunch of the same stuff that we've seen since Mania, but you're seeing the blow off of it. And uh, you were seeing good matches as well. Proto says, feel kind of blindsided about how impressive WWE was this weekend with Hell in a Cell and In Your House. Uh, tonight's show uh, showed why people missed Asuka so much. She was missed. You needed another ring general. Having another ring general is never bad to have. Omos is not a ring general. And by the way, he lost. Uh, MVP debuted a diss track this weekend. What did you think of the diss track? Oh my gosh. No, wait. I didn't hear the diss track. No, oh, I didn't hear that. Never Look, pay attention to I'm me. I'm sorry. It's because I was doing my watch along and I mute. I didn't watch the actual. I saw them doing the backstage thing, but I wasn't paying attention to that. They ran it last night on NXT too. I didn't watch NXT last night. I'm sorry. It was all right. But Bobby I'm Lashley sorry. gets the win. I'll tell you. The spot that made me laugh. Oh my god, is it the barricade spot? Yes, yes, it please, is. Sean. I fucking went off on that. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Okay, you tell your gripe, then I'll tell my gripe. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the same gripe. First off, stop doing it all the time. It was special when it happened in like the big matches, like when okay. Braun would do it every once in a while, when Goldberg and Lesnar would do it once in a while, and then sometimes mm-hmm. when Roman would do it. We see it every pay per view. Now, that being said. You got Byron Saxton ramming it down our throat saying, look at the speed. He's so fast. The speed, the speed, the speed. And I'm like, what? He's not, this isn't fast. What are we talking about here? He ain't fast at all. Did you see his speed, Denise? (laughs) Okay, this is what killed me. Two things killed me in this. He looked like the Cease twins getting chased by a feral cat. It was not fast at all. Sean, this is what killed me, okay? Because not only the speed, because this was literally him. He was just like moving so slow, right? But on top of that, he had no freaking intensity. Like, dude, you're about to put this big old guy, Bobby Lashley, through this barricade. You're supposed to sell 
that your your big strength and everything is supposed to run this guy through. He looked like he was going for a walk in the park. It didn't look like he was trying to run down another human up through a barricade. And I was so irritated by the lack of intensity. It killed me. Like, I think it bothered me more so than the speed. Like, the lack of intensity killed me. He And... He's not good. That's just the no. thing. He's not good. He's I hate, not good. I feel bad hating so much. Like, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm hating, but like, damn, like they really need to, I don't know what to say, but the whole point is that he's a big guy and he's supposed you, to be this big force. You know what bothers me these, especially these days, whenever we're like, oh, well, they're not good. Like I said that about Paige Van Zant, and people said, well, it's her first match. <laughs> well then don't put her on fucking TV then people say well Omos isn't as seasoned as other people then don't put him on TV yeah but they wasted like how many months with him and AJ Styles they kind of had no choice but to set him free let the bird fly you know, I really I, I like listen I think Lashley's probably going to go for the title because they mentioned that <clears throat> he, he, could, the- he did the title belt thing they don't do that by accident right mm-hmm. like they they will not say, go ahead and do that unless that's on the brink. You know what I mean? But I still really think that like John Cena would have been a great person to pop up, hit the AA on Omos, beat him. Now, what does it mean? Probably nothing. You you actually think this feud's over? I don't feel like this feud's no, over. No, probably not. No, they'll, because they'll he wrestle. Because he... Cause he because he, if he won the match yeah. by having MVP tap out to the Hurt Lock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll wrestle again tomorrow. They're yeah, wrestling I was tomorrow. Say, like, this sure. is not over yet. They're going to have a match tomorrow. Absolutely. I fully believe that. We're going to be back here talking about it. But <laughs> Daniel Brown wants to talk about Asuka. He says, Asuka is goat emoji, even though she loses. Ali needs a push. Seth is the best heel right now. Roman is a part-timer. As of right now, he is. Uh, but I agree with your other sentiment sentiments. Brad says, thank you for the birthday wish. Highlight of my night. Well, thank you for being here. That's the highlight of my night. Anti and Brick says, this is the first time I've watched since Mania. A good show. Excited for Money in the Bank with the people who could win Money in the Bank. Looking thin now. Any ideas? Glad to hear Fightful did good this week. All love. We did. We did very good. Big thank you all to all of you. I think Seth Rollins could win Money in the Bank, Denise. After he lost all these, all he's got to do is win a qualifying match. Who are even the options? Tell me. Austin Theory would be up there. Uh, Lashley, maybe. Omos, <laughs> but I think it would be good if Rollins so if Rollins lost these three matches, but he can qualify for Money in the Bank, or they could say, "Oh, he qualifies because he's a former Money in the Bank ma- winner." That sounds like something WWE would do, right? They'd just be like, "Well, he won it once, so he's I don't in." Think it's going to be Seth Rollins? I mean, I think Seth Rollins is the better idea from the options that we have. I think it's going to be Austin Theory. The second you mentioned him. Oh. I have a feeling it's going to be Austin Theory. It's not my pick, but that's I'm just trying to get in WWE brain. But hey, what's that over there? It says Omos would have benefited more if he was learning from Bobby Cedric Shelton and MVP as the newest member of the Hurt Business. I agree with that too. But I wonder like how much for his style he could have learned from them because he's so much different. And Cedric did get involved at the end of that match and help cost MVP and Omos that match. And backstage, Lashley's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And it seemed like we got a full-on, like, 
a full-on Cedric turn. He's smiling. He's enjoying talking with Lashley. And Lashley's like, hey, good for you, man. I'm glad you're standing on your own. Don't get involved in one of my matches. They fist bump, and that's that. I like that. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm so over the her business and well, the they're not a thing. That's- yeah, exactly. That's why I don't care. I don't care, Sean. Like I could care less about this. Like they were done, then they I don't even know. Like I feel like they what they came back together, then they were yes. done again. I don't I, I don't care. Like when Cedric wow. came out, I just didn't care. Oh, I did. I love Cedric. I did it. Yeah, I know you've great. been caring. I didn't yeah. care. Well, that sounds about like you and your professional career. Well, Mr. I'm Peep sorry, says- Sean, but nobody like legit muted. Mr. Peep says porn bots are more over than Omas LMAO. Why are you trying to yell at me? I'm just upset that like when I tell you I legitimately feel a certain way about something, you like dismiss my opinion <laughs> no, and my feelings. Like this, we're not supposed to be identical on the show. We should like <laughs> we, we we're two different people. We're not gonna have the same outlook on the outlook on things. <laughs> outlook. I'm just mad. I'm mad that like you. Why are you mad, bro? I'm mad because when you come out here and you're like, I didn't like this. Like you're loud. Like oh my god, Sean Rossap didn't like it. Like it's okay. He's all right. All hail Sean Ross Sapp, right? I say I don't like something. It's like, well, screw you, muted. Why are you mad? I just said why I was mad. (laughs) I'm just confused. Why are you mad? You know what? I'm done. Continue on, please. Next match. So uh, the next match was, oh, look at this. Why are you mad? (sighs) Why are you mad, Denise? Is it because you're afraid of those online trackers? Is it because you're afraid of those hackers, those annoying pop-up ads? Do you find something annoying, Denise? Well, fortunately, NordVPN.com slash Fightful can help you out, Denise. We're not identical. And fortunately, thanks to uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful, I can change my virtual location to Los Angeles identically like you if I want. I can check out all the same shows as you or my friends overseas with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A great deal, an additional month free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. And it works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, tablet. I love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. It's the fastest VPN in the world. Helps you avoid price discrimination, which I experienced when I tried to book my flight to see my friend Denise get married at great cost, but it was a less of a cost because I used NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not only that, this helped save me a lot of money on pay-per-views that I buy every month because I get them via overseas services. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. One of my favorite sponsors that we have. If not my favorite. I mean, I, I love it. I use it every single day. I love NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Remember the day you yelled at me because you didn't like my face during the ad read? I didn't. Ye- oh yeah, didn't you did. Yell. Yeah, you did. I mean, I don't like your face in general, so I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you yell. yelled, and so now I'm covering my face so you won't yell at me again. Joel Wood says he wants to see hurt business with a female member versus Judgment Day. That might be a little bit different. I mean, Judgment Day would they'd be booked to mop the floor with them though, so I don't think that's gonna happen. But I don't hate that idea at all. Alex Diaz says, enjoyed the show tonight. Question with the Cody injury, who's more likely to return to WWE, Cesaro or Bray Wyatt? Well, neither because of that, but I've, I fully expect Bray Wyatt to eventually return to WWE. The amount that I heard he was making and they cut him for, and the amount that I hear that they're paying people now, 
they should probably just bring him back. So why is it that you think that Bray Wyatt is coming back? What's your like why? I don't why do think you he's think a, I don't think he's a fit in AEW. When I spoke to people that spoke with him, they made it abundantly clear he was not going to impact. I actually think New Japan would be, they could find a spot for him. But I think that WDB is truly the best spot for, for Bray Wyatt. I think that he fits in really well there, especially when they don't go overboard and do all that goofy shit with him. But you know they're gonna. Of course, they can't if help it. If he comes back, they're they gonna go right it. back to what they were doing. Graham says, Denise makes an excellent point. All hail SRS. All hail SRS. Oh, no. Come on. (laughs) This is a bullshit. Michael Key says, porn bots, work or shoot. Well, uh, if you listen to them, they're going to try to work you into a shoot, if you know what I mean. Anti and Brick says, Denise, pipe bomb. Denise, come on. You have to understand what that reference is. Working into a shoot with porn bots? Come on. I don't get the correlation with with like porn bots. I'm sorry, Sean. Damn. Denise. Daniel R says, what are your thoughts about a pay-per-view being in the same city every year? Both AEW and WWE have done it, although it's a little different when AEW has so many less pay-per-views. Money in the Bank should be in Vegas every year, though. They did SummerSlam multiple years in Los Angeles. Well, Money in the Bank. I was disappointed when they moved it. Also, Money in the Bank wasn't in Vegas last year. SummerSlam was, so. Yeah. Uh, I wish. Oh, Money in the Bank wasn't wasn't it it the year that there was nobody. It was the Thunderdome era, right? Yeah. When they did the roofing. I'll tell you what I wish AEW would do. Not go to Minneapolis in November again. I would like it if they kept it to warm cities. Like, hey, if it's November, let's go to Miami or something, please. I, okay, I, can no, sorry. Can we, like, stop with all these East Coast shows? I'm so tired sure, of everything LA. happening in the East Coast. Like Sacramento, please. who gives a shit? Just There's somewhere so many warm. options in the West Coast, please. Tired of the East Coast getting everything. Done. Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. This was another fun one for me. Oh my gosh. Surprisingly, uh, too. This I was really good. This Kevin, Kevin Owens has done such incredible work in this. And I'm starting to believe, Denise, that Ezekiel is actually Elias. I don't think so. Tell me why. Because Elias is dead and this is his older brother. Ezekiel. Have you seen any evidence of that? Yeah, he died. We saw his like tombstone and everything. Yeah, but we also saw Elias walking up to it. I don't know. No, I don't know. He's dead. Trey wants us to respect Minneapolis. Listen, I would. I'd respect Minneapolis if it were like April, May, June. Probably not April. It's probably cold there then. But like May, June, July, August, September. It was freezing there in November. I, I could not handle it. But Kevin I lost Owens. My scarf in Minneapolis. <laughs> Kevin Owens gets the win and he gets it like. Right in the middle of the ring with a stunner, like a definitive victory here. Now, they had wrestled a couple times before, but I was happy to see Kevin Owens kick, wham, stunner, win. That's how it needed to happen. There's a lot more upside with Kevin Owens than Ezekiel. But what did you think of this? So this is a match that I really didn't care for, and I really wasn't looking forward to really. like It just wasn't up there on my list. But I ended up really enjoying it. I thought they did a lot of fun stuff. You know, Kevin Owens hit all his trademark stuff. You know, he hit his cannonball, he hit his stunner, etc. Uh, he got all his things in. But what I want to put over, though, is Ezekiel. Because Ezekiel did great, too. He was fired up. He showed intensity. I appreciate that. Um, I, I thought that Ezekiel did a phenomenal job. He brought a lot great. of 
Like he he had his batteries on. He was here. He got it. He had his working shoes on. He was ready to go, man. And I appreciate that. Like you can tell that he was actually, you know, ready to work. And, you know, he did what he needed to do in that match. And it, it became a very entertaining match. So I was a big fan of this. I even became a bigger fan of Ezekiel tonight than ever before. <laughs> I mean, I always liked the guy, whatever. Didn't make no difference to me. But you know what? Now I am an Ezekiel fan for sure. I thought he did great in this and mixed it in with, well with Kevin Owens. But here's the thing, though. Just be oh, and then also when Kevin Owens was yelling, "You're a liar! Yeah. You're a liar!" I love it. It's, I love it. But here's the thing: just because he won doesn't mean that he proves that he's not Elias no. or Ezekiel or whatever. They can still continue this tomorrow. And I it's think they will. Like the victory means like, oh, that's it. Kevin Owens is right. No. I think they'll probably wrestle again tomorrow knowing WWE, right? Yeah. But this was fun, though. So thumbs up for this. I had a good time. Uh, I enjoyed this. The sit-down powerbomb was incredible. I really like the finish. Sometimes you just pick somebody up, you hit your finish, and you pin them. I wish there was more of that instead of counter, counter, counter. Not that I don't like that, but sometimes you just pick somebody up, hit them with that finish, and pin them. And I love that. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. We greatly appreciate it. It helps people see the show. Michael says, wash your mouth out, Sean. Ezekiel and Elias are two different people. Well, I always thought that uh, Elias was pretty underrated in the ring as well, honestly. (laughs) Oh, my God. I did. Uh, We've got Chris saying, porn bots are unsafe workers at the end of the day. (laughs) Well, we had the Bullliv Club against Judgment Day. Daniel Brown says, think Bray comes back, joins Judgment Day, and eventually feuds with Edge for control of Judgment Day, and Edge puts him over at Mania. Just a thought. I don't. I don't think that Bray will be anywhere near this. Um, I think they'll probably have him come back and do something wonky if he does come back. But... Hey, Sean, I have great news. Do you? Yeah. What's that? I'm 42 followers away from 69K on Twitter. Nice, nice. 42. Um, I got to 175. Okay, I wasn't asking you about you. This is not about you. Like, I never once said, hey, Sean, where are you at? This isn't about you, Sean. I just, yeah. I got 175,000. I didn't ask about you. I don't care. What did you think of this match? I thought the action All right, what match are we talking about now? Bullive Club against oh, Judgment Day. I love the matching gear on both sides of things. I thought that was a great touch. Um, I, I love a good deadlift suplex, so Rhea Ripley utilizing that. She had completely different gear. Uh, I thought that was a, a nice touch as well, but I like that. We got to start wearing matching clothes, Denise. We have in the past before by accident. Yeah, I think have. one time we did it like consecutively every week too, which yeah, is weird. we did. Okay, so um, I have a lot of thoughts about this one. First and foremost, I thought the match at the beginning, I thought, frick, this is just going to be a basic-ass raw match. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling it in the beginning. It took a while. It wasn't until AJ Styles got in there that he really picked up the speed and really got things going. 
Once that happened, the momentum in this match completely changed. Uh, I l- ended up loving this match towards the end. I thought it was really, really good towards the end. Um, I want to put over Liv Morgan. Uh, aside from the dive that she did, I loved everything that she did because she came out and she was fired up, dude. Everything that she did with Rhea Ripley, all of the, the back and forth that they did together, I feel that the, the, the chemistry between Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan has definitely gotten better as we've seen them, uh, you know, in the ring together. And I mentioned that they have been, uh, I think it was like last week on our Raw post show or something, that they have been one of, to me, the brighter aspects of the storyline because they've been focusing a lot on Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Usually, like you would think that they would kind of just be casted like as like on the side, like just the, you know, the female piece of the group. And they're not portrayed that way. They're going in there. They're having, you know, really good exchanges back and forth between them. I love that. I also want to put over the gear with Rhea Ripley. uh, And like you mentioned, the matching with the black and the purple. I loved it. I thought that looked great. Liv Morgan looks phenomenal. There was a moment where she got like, uh, where Liv, I forgot who it was that like tossed Liv Morgan to the other side of the ring. That looked really great too. Um, There was a lot that they did here that I thought made the girls look even better. Like they went out there and it was hard hitting stuff for both of them. And um, everything else was, was okay. But I think the standouts in this were Liv and Rhea and AJ. Hey, what's that over there says bet, bet Bray is the judgment day higher power. I just don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I, I did love this match. I thought the action picked up right when you said it did. When AJ popped in, it like started going balls to the wall, and it was really good. Judgment Day had to win. They had to win. Uh, I heard some speculation. Well, maybe Finn would turn. Maybe somebody would turn. I kind of like that they didn't. Um, I want, I want to see a Bullet Club in WWE as well, and they got the opportunity to kind of piece that together soon enough. James Barr says, help me, step host. I'm stuck in the hell in a cell door with my booty sticking out. What? No, don't. Don't even. How's your no eye promise. doing, Denise, after? Oh, it's got... like my eye? It's doing fine. Okay, good. Maddie Patton says, apparently the gear Rhea was wearing wasn't what she was supposed to wear. She tweeted that her gear didn't arrive on time. It worked. What she had ended up working really, really well. I was going to say it looked great. And I got to say... Even though I don't give a damn about this feud, I thought Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin worked pretty well. I thought the action was really good. There was a lot of, like, the, the follow-away slam into the stairs was good. One of my favorite spots is when Corey Graves is like, oh, no, if Moss does this, he's no better than Corbin. And Moss is like, I don't give a shit. Bam! And slammed the stairs down on the, on the chair, because why would he care? Corbin did all this to him. There's no chance this ends. I don't believe it. I think it'll be on SmackDown again. I I've, I know you're rolling your eyes because you you agree. You know it is. It's probably going to be on SmackDown this week. And Corbin show or Moss showed up this week and he's like, "What's up? I wear black underpants now and I don't have suspenders, so you know I'm serious." Well, first off, I'm glad. Julie says, "Love that he dropped the frat bro look." I don't know what those were. But the suspenders had to go. He looked like a joke. He looked terrible. But um, I thought that this this match was a lot of fun. I wish they would have gotten a little bit more creative with it. 
I think they could have done that. I thought that all this, like the fun spots that they did were like, okay. For oh, me, I there wasn't the, anything I the memorable. the slam into the, okay. the stairs. I thought that was good. Sure, one. that was fun, but there was nothing that really stood out to me. Like there was the spot where he put him through the table or, or threw him to the table. He didn't put him through the table though because it didn't break, but he put, he tossed him yeah. to the table. Uh, him tossing the uh, the chair, uh, mad cop, madcap to a baron, tossing him the chair. Uh, okay, fine. I just, it was a fun match. It was maybe a little bit better than what I had previously anticipated. Cause let's be honest, I didn't care about watching this match, but uh, I really wish that they would have just gotten a little bit more creative with it. Cause I don't even remember anything else that happened. What else happened? Well, Moss won and that's, what's important. Yeah. And- I was happy about that too, because yes. they've been piping in the sound for him and I get that they want to get him over, but it's super obvious that they pipe in the crowd sounds for him. And so I felt like today, there were a couple people that were like legitimately like, yeah, you go, Madcap Moss. So I like that. I was happy for him. Zach I'm said, rooting for him. Zach said if Madcap Moss got a name change, gimmick change, and a fresh new haircut, he could be a main eventer by the end of the year. We're all begging for something fresh. Clean him up. Strap the rocket already and get him away from Corbin. Well, he how do you gotta- feel about there only being one SmackDown match? Well, I mean, uh, I have not covered SmackDown the last two weeks. I'm off again this week. And um, that, yeah, yeah, that is pretty exemplary of how they booked SmackDown. They've made you realize SmackDown doesn't matter. I've been saying this for like weeks now, no months, how bad SmackDown is. And I feel like not enough people are like, there needs to be a change on that and, show. Oh, it's there needs brutal. to be a change in all of WWE. They unified the world titles and the tag titles. And they're like, nah. Let's not even defend Here's them. the thing, though. If you're going to tell me, hey, Denise, what would you would you rather sit through a three-hour Raw or a two-hour SmackDown? I'm not kidding you. I'd rather sit yeah. through the three-hour Raw than the yeah. two-hour SmackDown. And that's saying a whole lot, okay? I agree. And even, I, even NXT 2.0, I find more enjoyable than SmackDown. And I feel cra- like a crazy person saying that. But it, it kind of is true. Like, I'm tired of seeing the same things over and over on SmackDown. And it's very disappointing because I want that show to be good. It needs to be good. They're on Fox. Come on. I, so I popped on the, the stream Friday night because the CM Punk injury news. I had to be there and break some news on that. And I was like, guys, I haven't watched SmackDown yet tonight. And they're like, well, it's the same as last week's. And I said, well, honestly, I haven't watched last week's either. And they said, don't worry. It's the same as two weeks ago, too. So <laughs> it is okay. I missed SmackDown two weeks in a row because I was out doing things. Yeah. And uh nothing's changed. I came back, and the only thing that I was new when I came back was Max Dupree. That was it. Yep. That was the only new thing that I had to catch up with. Other than that, everything else was exactly the same. Proto says the exchange between Edge and Finn near the end made me want so much more of that. There is still some more meat on the bone there, I think, with Edge and Finn specifically. And I, I hope they explore that. Chad says, you know, Bray will come back and feud with Alexa over the Lily doll. I think they're done with the, the supernatural Alexa stuff. It was not working. It just was not working. Dream Ninja says, time for people to realize Liv has gotten really good in the ring. Cody's chest looked worse than Triple, H's, uh, Triple H when he tore his peck. The ladies ruled the day. Uh, when the pandemic started, I went out of my way to ask a lot of wrestlers in WWE who had been spending a lot of time working on their craft and getting better. I wanted to put some positive news out there. And Liv was the one I heard about the most from people. Like she was a name that was commonly brought up. 
And it's shown. You can see it in her work. You saw it in her work with Becky Lynch's feud, the feud with Becky Lynch, and you saw it here tonight. Another name that was brought up a lot, Mustafa Ali. I loved his Chicago-themed gear for this United States title match. Thought it was a pretty solid match. Uh, We've got a lot. We've actually got a surprising number of Super Chats about this, but I thought it was all right. I wish that Ali would have won. It was so boring. It was like the second boringest match behind the handicap match. But I thought it was a good card, so I mean... I didn't I like this match. It was very boring. I didn't think anything special happened. I mean, there was, I think they could have done a lot more given the abilities of both Ali and, and theory. I think they could have done a way better match. This was like, this was half. This was no, this was not good. This well, was Joe boring. A says really liked Ali theory made the U S title feel like a bigger deal. Props to Cody, but how does this not kill Seth? He can't beat a one armed man. I think it sends him down a downward spiral, but Glad you also were with me in liking Ali and Theory. But Graham says Theory must watch a lot of Ricky Starks, Uncanny. Um, I mean, probably. But I, I don't know if there's a lot of stuff that he can implement from Ricky Starks without people outright just being like rip-off type of thing. He's got his own thing going. Richie says the cynical part of me thinks they only had a U.S. title match so that Ali could lose in Chicago. Well, I mean, if you want to punish Mustafa Ali, you just park him. You do what you did. You don't have him wrestle. That's punishing him. He wanted to work. Amish boy Freddie says, decent night from WWE, but justice for Mustafa. Happy to be here listening to my favorite duo. You all are the best. I think they could have done a lot better uh, in booking this match, but still. It was your basic, ordinary, every day you could have had this on Raw match. I like those kinds of matches. I like wrestling, Denise. I'm not like you. a pay-per-view? I'm not just here to to pick up a paycheck like you, Denise. Yeah, I am here to pick up a paycheck, and I want to enjoy myself while I'm muted. Joel Wood says, I have a question, Sean. What are your thoughts on theory? Think he's good in the ring. He gets heat. But I see a lot of hate for him online. I just generally don't get it. I just wanted your thoughts. Well, I mean, he ain't getting heat online because of uh, his heat in the ring. He's getting it because of some other stuff, and you can Google that. Rob Wilkins of Coexisting with Rob and Maggie says, would Minneapolis have been better if you had a different driver to pick you up from the airport? I had a terrible driver. Also, the dinner of the night of the pay-per-view changed the internet. That it did. That it did. The Minneapolis dinner. I saw somebody that, I think it was Rob, he put like, next season on Dark Side of the Ring, the Minneapolis I dinner. I love that. I love that. <laughs> well you know what we could have just done we could have just saved ourselves a lot of grief denise and had ag1 from athletic greens that's nothing not gonna get you controversy or anything like that athletic greens one has so many different vitamins minerals you want to drink your multivitamin it's so much better for you that's the route to go. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. When you make your order today, you get one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. They come in these little, easy, uh, single serves. You pour them in your bottle or your shaker. You shake it up. You drink. You're good to go. It's always great to start your day with this. Like I said, it's great to drink your multivitamin as opposed to taking a tablet that kind of passes right through you. And one of my favorite things about Athletic Greens is they're constantly changing the formula over 53 times in 10 years. That means almost once every other month, they are changing this formula to make sure you get comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition. Maybe you don't eat enough greens. Maybe you're not getting your vitamins and minerals. Athletic Greens 1, make sure you're covered 
on any diet as well. This stuff is fantastic. Uh, we have seen AEW wrestlers uh, tweet about this in the past, saying that they take it. It's got a special blend of high-quality bioavailable, bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1 that fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. There I am, Denise. <laughs> Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful Vitamins, Mineral, Dairy-Free Probiotics, Adaptogens, Antioxidants, Superfood Complexes, Digestive Enzymes, Mushroom Complexes. This is great stuff. Love Athletic Greens ones. Got me feeling really good. Check them out. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Um, I think that Cody is going to have plenty of time to be drinking some athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, Denise. Well, Zach says, Adrenaline, break the tho- throne, Cody's peck torn off the bone. Uh, I am going to ask the fellas uh, in the in the moderator side of things to separate the chat <laughs> into the match and the actual injury. Because we got news of this this afternoon, and Cody Rhodes takes off that jacket. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull up a picture of it because I think we can get away with still images here. Look at this. Holy crap. It looked horrible, Denise. First off, how the hell is this guy allowed to wrestle? That sh- He should not have been permitted to wrestle. It shouldn't have been a possibility. I, I Listen, I get it for love of the game. I respect it. I admire it. It's ballsy. It's gutsy. He's a tough son of a bitch. He should not have been allowed to wrestle, Denise. That was exactly my thought process with this was, don't get me wrong, all the respect in the world for Cody, all the respect, all the respect, because Lord knows that, you know, so many people would not have done the exact same thing. Okay. Now let's get that out of the way. Yeah. They should not have let him go out there like that. That was brutal. It was hard to watch it for a, a huge portion of this match. The crowd was not necessarily responding. They felt uncomfortable. Yes. They were not responding the way you might have hoped they would. I think people did feel uncomfortable because every, especially like the, like you kind of got somewhat kind of used to it as the (laughs) match went on, but right at the beginning and just seeing him do any little thing. It was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. And it's just, it goes to show a lot of issues. The first one being, and you kind of touched on this one already, is the lack of star power. They should have had somebody else, another person that could have been plugged into this match to have Cody not go out there and wrestle this match. They could have reworked this, had Anything else, I don't know, but it's one of those things where you think, who would have they put in this situation to make up for the fact that Cody is not there? Who? And I'm sure you could probably, I don't know, I, I can't really think of somebody that I think could have been plugged into this, maybe besides, I don't know, Kevin Owens or somebody like that. They didn't have, it goes to show that they need more, they need more stars, they need more, uh, they need to build up more people because when you're in a situation like this and you don't have, the I guess you can say the uh, the luxury of having Cody Rhodes kept off of this match. 
It, it looks very, very bad. It looks very bad on WWE. It looks bad on their doctors. And I, I see it differently with Cody because Cody, I, I try to think, you know, I'm not dumb. I know man pride is like a thing and I'm like a, not against that. But, you know, sure. sometimes, you know, men, they want to go out there and be like, nah, screw it. I'm a man. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to freaking fight this fight. Yeah. Also, like I'm a wrestler. You know, he has wrestler. He's, they, you know, they think differently. I'm going to go out there. You know, I have pride. I want to do this job. This is the big match of the night. This is the match that has been promoted. So I feel like his thought process was different. Okay. And he's the performer. He's the talent. I get that. So then why don't you have the corporate side? That's where the corporate side in WWE should be like, no, bro, we're not having this because because we're you know, we're going to be responsible for you out there. And if you get worse and this gets worse, we're the ones that are held responsible. So I think that it was, you know. Oh, you know, how many, Sean, you're a big sports guy. How many guys in sports have been missed these big games, have missed, you know, World Series and all of these different types of big sporting events because of injuries like this? Now, there have been some exceptions. I posted some of them. Uh, Michael Jordan with the flu game, which was food poisoning. That's a lot different. Like, he might shit his pants or vomit, but he's not going to tear a muscle off the bone. You had Kurt Schilling with the bloody sock. Well, that sucked and probably should have taken him out of the damn game then. You had Kirk Gibson in 1988 hitting a home run for the L.A. Dodgers on the the hobbled leg, but they had him in there just to hit a home run. Like, that's it. If he had to run the bases, he would have been completely screwed. There was Paul Pierce for the Boston Celtics. He got wheelchaired off, and then he came back, and people have suspected that was fake for years and years and years. Nothing that I can think of to this extent Although there are a lot of players who kind of played through, I mean, I've got a friend who she played her entire senior year of college D1 soccer with a torn meniscus because she didn't have any more, have the ability to do it. This is even more than that. Shawn Michaels at, I think it was Taboo Tuesday against uh, Triple H wrestled with a torn meniscus. But this, holy crap, this looked uncomfortable. Ricardo said letting Cody wrestle sets a bad precedent. I agree. And uh, hey, what's that over there? Said Cody is really sticking to not wrestling past forty. And Patriac says that Cody has other body parts he could have injured too. That's that's a good point. When you overcompensate, that can lead to injury after injury after injury. Mod Matar says, "I once skipped my swimming class because I hit my toe on the edge of the bed." <laughs> what a dude, Cody is. Dude, think I was talking about this on my watch along. Think about like having a stupid paper cut, having a, a burn at the roof of your mouth, having like these dumb little things that like. Us ordinary people go through, at least me. Uh, Come on, think about how even just that hurts. And going out there and having a match in that condition. And also, I'm hoping someone on Twitter does this. I I haven't seen it, but I do want to see a before shot of Cody when he first took off his jacket and an after shot of Cody because you saw the difference in the coloring of his uh the swelling and the bruising and right now when you re-showed that picture in the beginning i had a mental i remembered what he looked like at the end and one of the things that i brought up was like even the red the redness that he had it was different like it turns like this bright red afterwards like the coloring changed and so it was just so brutal to watch to the point where i couldn't enjoy the match and it told it made for a different story and for a different layout of the match and i think that's why people ended up you can't not it's hard to say you cannot appreciate it because 
it, you could also not appreciate because it, it was yeah. hard to watch. But then you also see like the story that was told. But it, yeah. it's just it, she I'm, shouldn't have been out there. I'm waiting on the Cody pictures to be uploaded to WWE.com. Steph, the writer says, seriously, uh, where was the medical staff uh, to say no to this match? They should have been. That, that was to me. That's a big mark against them. It really is. They should have said no. I admire Cody. Long-term effects, Sean. What yeah. long-term effects can that have? Leo says, do you think after tonight, Vince now views Cody as the guy? Have to imagine Vince already told Cody he'll be champion at Mania after that. Well, I think Cody probably comes back and wins the Royal Rumble and probably headlines WrestleMania, but I still think Roman Reigns is the guy. He's been WWE champion or universal champion for like two years. Where Heart is Roman Reigns? Chilling. Right now. Chilling. Uh, Heartless says, keep up the good work regarding Cody. I'm pretty sure he's the one that wanted to compete. Probably told WWE to not get him out. Of course he was. Of course he was. He, the man went through a flaming table backwards, upside down, doing a flip a few months ago. Of course he wanted to wrestle. It's Cody Rhodes. That's how he is. But that doesn't mean you let him. That's what I'm saying. It's you got to understand there's got to be a different thought. There's a different thought process and there's got to be a different thought process between talent yeah. and corporate. Lots of chats about his injury. Let's let's talk about him. Steven says, was it adrenaline in his soul? Very clever. And then David Church says, adrenaline in my soul tore my pack right off the bone. Had to do it. Mad respect to Cody. Turned what could have been a real downer to a spectacular match. It did add to the story, which we are going to get to. Daniel Brown says, confirmed Paul Pierce had to poop emoji, not injured. I really think that he, he was not hurt. But hey, that's just me. Anti and Brick says, do you think this is more about WWE trying to keep Cody happy more than anything else? Wish him with best with recovery. Wonder where Seth goes from here. Doesn't matter. You, you protect your athletes. You protect your stars. Sometimes you got to protect them from themselves as well. Um, I've, I've cornered a whole lot of fighters in my day, Denise. And sometimes if they're getting a shit beat out of them, you got to throw in the towel for them. They're not going to want that that to happen they might even be mad at you and what you hope is after they review the footage they go all right i see you were looking out for my best interest i think cody probably would have realized you're looking out you're looking for my best in, best interest but and it's little stuff themselves. too because i remember when i was doing like mma interviews i couldn't interview the guys right after their match i had to exactly. wait until after they were properly checked by the doctors doesn't matter loser winner it doesn't matter if it was like a quit quick knockout or something like that and you were the winner it doesn't matter you have to get checked and cleared and then okay you're good to go you can do an interview or whatever yeah. and it's just little things like that you have to take care of your talent because the talent's gonna have a different mindset ryan says cody said in a post-match promo it was his decision when he comes back he's gonna be an even bigger baby face than he is already i agree i think he'll come back and he'll have a great story Drew says, one thing people aren't considering, it's very possible the reason WWE let him perform is because the injury couldn't get any worse. Or it could be because it's not as bad as we believe it is or they say it is. They have worked injuries in the past. This one is not a work, but, I mean, look at what happened with Cena. We thought he was going to be out for eight or nine months with this injury, and he came back pretty quick. Ryan says, Cody should have never been allowed to go out there tonight. I don't think there was anyone they could have replaced him with. This is where bad booking and not having new stars hurts them. Exactly. They couldn't afford to lose Cody from the show. It would have hurt them really, really bad. And that's very, that's not a good thing, Sean. That's very, very telling. And it's very, very bad. Like, it, it's not a good thing. Like, they could have done something where they had Cody come out, yeah. show the show the bruising, and everyone would have been like, yo, thank God we ain't seen this match. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, people felt uncomfortable at the beginning of this. Ryan says, this month has been brutal when it comes to wrestler injuries. That being said, Cody will ever have my respect for putting uh, on an incredible performance with a torn pack. Same here, man. Ballsy. Ballsy. Um, Charles says, need you back on keeping it 100. Well, I hope not. Corbin killed me on Up, Up, Down, Down, telling Breeze that Theory stole his gimmick and got it over, says Erbo, Erboy Mac. I didn't see that, but Corbin is very funny. He's sneaky funny. Very sneaky funny. He's a nice guy. I can see why people really like him. Leonzo says double dose of Denise today. Cody is a trooper. Yes, he is. Cameron says when Seth hit Cody with a strap on the pack, I wanted to puke. Oh, they played it up. They played it up, and it was really good. Mine was the kendo stick shot when he oh, hit yeah. the kendo stick. Oh, mine was when he grinded it in there, but we haven't even gotten that to the too. match yet. Yeah. Let, let's get through these injury uh, super chats. <laughs> By the way, get them in, guys. We're at the main event. Leave us a thumbs up. Anti and Brick says video of Cody thanking the crowd after the show. I'm going to check that out, of course. He was crying, too. was sad. Rice says, I tuned into the main event and was so turned off after seeing the damage to Cody's arm and chest. It's dumb that he wrestled, but the match was so good. Now I'm so insanely conflicted. Unbelievable work saying, by both like, of these guys. Like, I feel bad saying I like you appreciated because it it's hard. It's really hard to say. I feel conflicted and I mean, too. I can separate it, but I, I will also take it into consideration. But I enjoyed the match. Uh, J.K. Schwal says, Yeah, but don't you feel bad that you enjoyed no, it? No, not at all. It's Do a great story. Like, well, I know that too. He's a man. But he's like, an damn, adult. Though, like, he still went through a lot of pain. Like, I feel he bad. Made, he's like, he made man, the decision. I, I mean, he's okay now. Physically, I mean, he'll get he'll get put back together. J.K. Schwal says, "Really hoping people get out of uh, get out the red circles for Cody's pack like they did for Roman at Mania. You remember that when people were posting pictures of like a little contusion on Roman Reigns' arm and they were circling it in red and they're like, look, he was very clearly injured and that wasn't supposed to be the finish. And then he wrestled like a, a week later. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Mark Charisma says, crazy how one-armed Cody is better than Edge, but still got to give him props. Dumb decision, should have been stopped. Uh, really felt uncomfortable watching the match. Denise, there is a mute button whenever you call. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just hit the button. But no the need match, to be rude to me. The match itself. Christian Guzzo says, just finished it. Eight star. Chef's kiss. McClure says, Unde undesirable to unfreaking deniable. The actual best in the world. And Leonza says, is Cody set the best 3-0 rivalry in history? It's up there. It's one of them. Um, I think that Ray and Eddie, for when they, I think they did 3-0 at one point. Um, Batista and Triple H are good ones. This is a phenomenal series of match matches, Denise. And they played up that all the time. These are AEW-style matches is what they are. They, we're talking like six crossroads, the pedigree, the curb stomp, people kicking out of everything. Like this I have a feeling that comment that you just said is not going to be taken very well by some people. Get over it. Cry me a river. They can get over it. Oh, yeah. Sean said it was an AD over style match. Was Cody having a style match before? Came, before in WWE? <laughs> oh, no. Hell no. This was just... spamming a lot of finishers, doing a lot of, oh, shit, spots. Like, the, the I'll tell you the issue that I had. Cody no-selling his own finisher and then going into one. That, that I didn't like. Otherwise, I thought this was an amazing match. So we're talking about the match now, right? I can talk yeah. about it now? Yeah, of course. Just make sure I'm following your rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, so let's see. We talked about the kendo stick spot, which I thought was brutal to watch. It was very, very hard to watch. Um, him, like, when he was, like, doing anything where he had to, like, lift up his arms. Oh, my God, that was hard, too. Uh, let's see. When he brought out the belt and he was, like, whipping him, that was interesting, too. Why were people chanting, thank you, Rollins? I didn't get that oh, part. No. I that think was it's very they, I, confusing. No, I think it's because they wanted the tables and he got the table out. I think that's what it was. It came across very, very it bad. It came across really terribly. Yes. I was like, what the hell? Like, what am I not understanding here? Because yeah. even for the table, like, why would you say thank you, Rollins, for the table? Like, look at the man. Look at look at Cody. What? We don't need a table. This is yeah. already hell enough, well, it's, man. Yeah, everybody's saying he got the tables. So they were asking for the tables. Okay, but that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Why? Like, look at him. You, you could have. I've said like you wanted it, you, bro. You could have literally just flicked him on the chest, and that shit would have been painful. Like, you didn't well, need a table. Proto says saw Seth pull out the toolbox, and I got flashbacks. I thought he was about to pull out a scalpel and take care of Cody's damn injury. Just fix it for him. He was like, "Bro, this is gross. I gotta help you out." But he, I, we didn't even mention he was wearing polka dots too. Yes, and I mean there were there's the the dusty connection with Seth too because of NXT. So for him, it's a double double edged thing. Like he's paying homage and he's getting under Cody's skin, so to speak. But Cody in real life doesn't mind the polka dot era. He's like. We needed money during that era, and the polka dots made us a lot of money. So, um, yeah, I thought he that also was cool. put on the jacket afterwards, and I also like that. I also like that Seth was the one that ended up going through that table too. I thought, like, yeah. okay, that's fine. Let's you know let him go through the table. I think too, he got busted open after that too. He was bleeding after that. The yeah. table spot there, and then um, okay, okay. When he hit the pedigree, I was hoping the pedigree would have been the finale there. That would have been good. Yeah, I thought that would have been good, mainly because I was just like, okay, that's it, wrap it up, wrap it up. But uh, with all of the crossroads at the end, I thought that was very impactful, especially because you can tell that he was like even just like struggling to get it in there, but he got it in there. Uh, and like I said, I'm conflicted, but this was uh, this was a great story. You can't take that away from it. It's just crazy how we got here. Matt, or actually Keith says, no need to report backstage reaction to Cody and Seth. If it's less than a standing clapping ovation, I'd be shocked. There are a lot of people that were, were admiring and maybe even questioning how gutsy he was. Hey, what's that over there? Says, imagine if Cody wrestled Walter with a torn pec. Oh, it's definitely like a don't chop me, brother type of injury. And KE says, I know he lost, but Seth should totally win money in the bank. I do too. I think there's some heat to be gained from Seth winning money in the bank after losing all these and everybody knows well the only reason he's winning that is because cody's not around to win it so i think there's no it's gonna be on mods <laughs> oh kylie <laughs> says all i have to say is effing cody road it's a, it's impressive ruben hidalgo says this is the best was this the best non-title hell in a cell match of all time it's up there it was incredible like off, off the top of my head like i can't think i mean I remember Taker and Lesnar being really good, if I remember that one right. I remember that one was a blast, but this one was really, really good too. Michael Key says, not that he didn't already, but Cody's gone from gone from undesirable to undeniable. He's the man. It was he, they used to call this man Key three star Cody, Denise. Like, not anymore. Not anymore. Daniel Brown sent a very generous super chat and said Cody versus Seth was awesome, but I'm gonna repeat what I've been saying for a couple of weeks. Fans don't like baby faces shoved down their throats. Cody will start getting the Roman baby face treatment. Small dose tonight. I just, I, Daniel, I think it's because of the table. I really do. 
But Cody does always run that risk, Denise. How do we know? Well, we saw it in another company. We saw it a lot. I'll give you guys a little behind the scenes here. When I reported that Cody Rhodes was leaving AEW, the first person hit me up and they said, you were right. Shit's about to hit the fan. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what are you talking about? Because I had heard that something wild was about to happen. And I asked two or three people, is it good or is it bad? And my responses that I got were, well, it depends. I don't know. And it depends on who you ask. And I immediately said, that's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and all three of them were like, how do you know? And I'm like, because that describes Cody Rhodes. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Even the talent that I was speaking with. Also, uh, huge pop. One of the people that I asked said, man, I started to sweat as soon as you messaged me because I knew what this was about. And I never forgot said that. that? <laughs> yeah, do I know never. this person? Yeah, you do. You do. Oh. It's, Does it's everybody know this person? Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody knows this person. Okay. Beer what, sure. Yeah, Beer What says, wow, Cody's a tough SOB. Seth's polka dot gear was great. Damn good match. Seth was pulling out everything he could to gain a psychological advantage in addition to getting this newfound physical advantage as well. Like, it it adds so much to it. And Kudos I thought that Seth was great. Too, because he has to go in there and he has to trust Cody Rhodes. And he knows Cody Rhodes is not 100% clearly. So yes. you have to, he has to trust the person that he's in the ring with. And, you know, he's putting his body on the line too. So Joel Wood says, Joel Wood said he's a goddamn lunatic goat performance tonight. I agree. Cody is, is really firmly entrenching his legacy right now. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say a firmly lunatic. No, he is. He's that too. <laughs> Irene says the instant valorizing of Cody's performance has been disturbing. Cody may be brave, but WWE allowing him to perform is wrong and sad. Irene, I don't disagree with you there. Like I, I and sure. I mean, I'm, I'm a part of that valorizing that you mentioned, but uh, that's because we got to talk about the match and there's no way I can talk about the match without saying without saying that it, it was ballsy and stuff, but he should not have been allowed. Absolutely shouldn't have been allowed. Hey, what's that over there? It says the MJF and Cody wrestling books are going to be top sellers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Kai says, maybe they added makeup to sell it more. It looked legit, but I was concerned he was taking uh, bumps to that side. He's a maniac. I think it would have worn off. I think it got worse. Not Dude, not go back and look at that. You could see the blood like all like, ooh. It's nasty. It's nasty. Uh, Anti and Brick says, kissing the man at the end hit different. Yeah, especially, like, that was such a good moment. Like, you feel like he appreciates it. Like, there are little things that he does that make you feel like he appreciates it. That one made me feel a little emo. I was like, damn. Yeah. Awful. Like, he was well, getting if, emotional. He kissed the mad. He knows he's going away for a bit. And, you know, he just got there. This is his opportunity. He was so happy. They show me they, if they show me they care, then I care, too. Uh, and it's crazy because if you think about it, like, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes kind of had, like, not a similar story, but, like, a, a, kind of, like, this was their both, like, their opportunities in very yeah. different ways. But they both had an opportunity, and they both lost that opportunity. Daniel says there are 2% chances of work. No. Cody says, when's the last time we had a WWE show with clean finishes almost all across the board? I mean, there was one about a month ago, and I said, wow, no DQ or count-out finishes for two weeks. Maybe it's a new new start. Nope. Then they started to and do it And they were again. like, screw you, SRS. Yeah. 
Colin says, despite that Cody versus Seth match of the year, it's up there. It was a great one. They, they've got a few of them in contention. John says, Rollins sucks. He can't beat Cody in a Hell in a Cell match when Cody is injured. I thought he didn't want his throne destroyed. He sucks. I mean, he's got to answer to that, too. He's got to... He's got to do something to revive his career. I think Money in the Bank is that. The I Katzman, hope so. The Catsman says, am I the only one who was underwhelmed by the Cody match? Sat there the whole time without reacting to spots other than maybe he shouldn't be wrestling. <laughs> I thought it was great. Luis says, Riddle, Money in the Bank winner? I don't think so. Riddle, Riddle just need keeps, it. keeps eating losses, too. But I mean, that's how they love to set people. I don't think he needs it, though. That's how they love to set people up, Denise. Terminal Bliss is following Denise now to get her to 69 and agrees with practically oh, yeah. everything she's I need saying. to double check that. Was pleasantly Sorry. surprised with the night. Me too. Trey says WWE talent have to be annoyed with the structure of TV and how they work the same people week after week. How the 50-50 booking makes no sense and how each match is 37 seconds. I like WWE, but it's interesting. The worst it got that I heard was around Royal Rumble. I had a lot of people that were outright pissed, annoyed, frustrated, um, just unmotivated, and just bummed. And honestly, the news that Cody was coming in pumped some people up there, and they were excited. They, it lifted some morale. They're like, we got one. That's That's a good one. And I think that at least marginally, the booking has improved. But I mean, that's a, such a low bar, Denise. It's, it's the show sucks usually. I mean, it's hard to say because that Royal Rumble was a real downer. And you don't usually hear anybody say that about a Royal Rumble for the most part. You don't yeah. hear people say that. And that was a rough period. And you did, I, you know, I read your report on all that that was said about the talent, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it did feel like there was maybe perhaps a change, mainly because I hadn't heard anything else that, you know, you had put out there about anything else about that since Cody Rhodes came in. So I figured like, okay, you know, having somebody like Cody Rhodes come to your side, it's going to get people thinking like, okay, maybe things are yeah. shaping up. Uh, guys, by the way, I want to mention a uh, friend of the show, Jay Fowler, having a rough time. Uh, I've got a pinned tweet on my profile. Please head over there, uh, donate. He's had a lot of health troubles, and I want to support him as best that our community can. So please go over there, donate if you can. Uh, he's a wonderful dude and a great follow on Twitter as well. So please head over to my pinned tweet there. Shot Kid says, didn't watch, and honestly, seeing the injury, don't know if I could have. This is a case we're not delivering is more than forgivable. I think if everybody, I think people would have been all right, especially had pictures of that injury. Emerged. He could have just done like a promo and been like, look, like this is for reals. I mean, not like that, but he, I'm sure he would have come up with a more eloquent way. Yeah. The doc says major respect to Cody and great match, but I believe he shouldn't have competed may make others believe they need to pull a Cody. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't want people to feel like they have to go out and do something wild like this as well. You shouldn't be doing that. I mean, like you shouldn't be putting yourself in danger. Leo says Cody Rhodes, Royal Rumble 2023 winner. Mania wins the championship. What he did move me to tears and the women's triple threat was phenomenal. I think that he's the front runner to win the Royal Rumble. Now, I thought he was going to win the WWE title before then, but yeah. I think now he's the front runner to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I wasn't considering the Royal Rumble at this moment. It's just, it's just, I mean, God, we're like so far away from that. 
I'm not optimistic for the WWE booking without Cody around because they very clearly protected Cody. And they, protecting Cody still means a couple DQs and count outs and no contests. And so. they don't have much else going on. What else is really going on right now? Jorge Sandoval says match would have been 10 times better if Seth's character wasn't so bad. SRS, are you letting your hair grow? No, I'm not. Uh, I will not grow out my Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My hair again. I don't miss my long hair at all. Josh says, Seth and Cody with money are match of the year. Unbelievable performance from both. No other match this year is going to make me feel something like that did. The story of it with the injury did add a lot, Denise. How could it not? I mean, look at him. <laughs> Damn. John he could have C- done anything and it would have been like, you would have gotten a response reaction regardless. Michael Key says, I like to joke, but honestly, Cody makes me feel, even in a situation, I love wrestling, but yes, Seth money for Money in the Bank. I just think that there's a good story there, that Seth gets to Money in the Bank and gets a title shot after the guy who really deserves it had to go away. Daniel Brown says, whoever wins Money in the Bank needs to be good at promos. Seth, Randy, Riddle, Theory, KO, Sammy all work for me, with KO or Seth winning preferably. There are a lot of options. It's just I don't ever trust them to book a money in the bank person. Like I think you don't 20- want an oldest situation again is what you're trying to tell us. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, to be fair, Otis was like hot right before that, but once the crowds went away, that went away too. Otis needed crowds. I think Otis's career, Otis and Mandy were two of the biggest victims of the no crowd era because their storyline was so important based on that. And giving him money in the bank, no. That should have been one of the best money in the banks ever, Denise. That should have been so much more fun than what it was because they had the ability to do that. But they pissed off everybody. They had him there for like 12, 14, 16 hours, however long it was. Oh. And I liked it. I had fun, like the whole thing. Yeah. I, I really liked that money in the bank. I mean, I, I'm sad about how everything else turned out, but I did yeah. like the money in the bank, though. John C. hits us with his last super chat, but we're still going to give Denise her time and a half. How about that? Oh, yeah. I know you're clock watching. You're probably oh, yeah, clock I was. Watching I did look. I did look. Uh-huh. I was like, I got six minutes till I get overtime. Oh, we're, st- we're still going to give it to her. John C. <laughs> says, anyone remember Bret Hart versus British Bulldog WWE Championship match in your house, 96? <laughs> the back of Bret's head hit the steel chair and he got busted open. Uh, that was December 95, actually. Uh, I think it was December 95. Yeah. And it was bad. Like there was so much blood. It looked like somebody just spilled a pitcher of Kool-Aid everywhere. It was gross. Bulldog had some great work back then. 
And Nas says Seth wins Money in the Bank, becomes champ around the Rumble. Cody wins the Rumble. Rollins, Rhodes, four. I could see them going back to Rollins and Rhodes at WrestleMania next year, too. I really could. But hopefully you guys go back over to FightfulSelect.com. If you're not done talking about the show, well, luckily for you, Alex and Kate are still live. They're going to be live for a while. They'll probably end up doing a two-hour show. So subscribe to Fightful Select. I'm going to have another MJF update just out of like your, your curiosity aspect. What's the guy been up to? I was able to find out, find out a little bit more. But Michael Keyes says to add to that, have Seth cash in, wins the title, Cody wins the Rumble, run it back, and Cody wins again. I like that. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. What's 100 minus 58? Um, minus 58, 42. I need 42 followers to hit 69K. Isn't that where I was at earlier? Yeah, ain't nobody following your ass. Yeah, I know. I'm depressed now. Well, I've added a bunch of followers. I hate you. I don't even what? like you, Sean. I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm just salty right now, Sean. I'm salty because you always brag about you being better than me. Go ahead. And it hurts my feelings. Kate, Kate I, I'm not better than you. I, we're, we're equals, Denise. KE775 says, who do you think Bianca faces SummerSlam, Alexa or Rhea? Oh, I think Alexa could be. I think that makes sense. But um, Daniel says, Goldberg for money in the bank. Brock wins the Rumble. Roman Brock Goldberg. At May oh, no, no, no. Please, no more. No more. Denise, tell them where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. You can watch my real-time reaction to that Cody Rhodes match. Uh, it is up there. Uh, did really great. So thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. And YouTube, oh, I already said YouTube. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Help me get to 69K. I don't know why. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much. If this is your first time watching, we're live after Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Impact Now, every pay-per-view. And then we've got additional reviews over on FightfulSelect.com. We have a bunch of news shows every week, and we are uh, the leaders in exclusive wrestling news reporting. Yeah, and everybody wanted a Denise show on Fightful Select. Like, I, everybody was putting my name there, Sean. I don't know how that makes you feel. I mean, you're good at, you're good at your job. You should, be, you should be feeling like, you know, you, you know, you should be, you should be feeling like, you know, you draw. You 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 have a draw what? here that you haven't utilized. Like, think about haven't, that. Haven't utilized. You don't know how to book Hollywood Salcedo. Like, you okay. have a, such a how great opportunity, you? and you're just you? dropping the ball. I just assume you're busy all the time. No, you just you never. No, you're always just like, no, right. not Denise. Blah blah blah. Like, that's not true. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it, Sean. I Guys, it. thank you all so much. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Wait, we got a minute, Sean. You're already you're already making the time and a half. I already told you that. I know, but I just okay, fine. Continue on. You didn't earn it though. You didn't I earn was it just though. Trying to get, yeah, I'm trying to get it to 120. She didn't I earn it. She didn't earn wow. it. Until next time, guys. We're out.